Talo Falaver, I'm Johnny Blades. You're with The House. Parliament is an urgency in these hectic last weeks before Christmas, and most MPs are undergoing a kind of crash course of learning and adjustment. Not just for those first-time MPs learning on the job, coming to grips with the Parliament environment, but also those MPs who are now in an opposite mode to the way they operated here in the last several years. MPs who have been ensconced in government for three or six years are now discovering the freedoms and limits of being in opposition. And MPs who entered Parliament in opposition now find themselves in roles of more responsibility. Like National MP Maureen Pugh, freshly appointed as an Assistant Speaker, there's so much to learn without also having to remember names of MPs. I call, um, um, (laughs) sorry, the the Honourable Dr... um, Deborah Russell. Thank you. <laughs> we, got, we got there, Madam Chair. Appreciate it. I, Madam Chair, I, I have been it. seeking the call all morning. Um, um, so I thank you for um, giving me an opportunity now. Labour List MP Deborah Russell was eager to take up the opportunity to speak this morning during the committee stage of the Reserve Bank of New Zealand Economic Objective Amendment Bill. Just a couple of months ago, she was a cabinet minister in the previous parliament, defending against the opposition's attacks on government policy. And now she's on the attack herself, taking up concerns about this legislation from a letter she received from a constituent. Because he was concerned too. He said, I have heard that the government is attempting to rush through the Reserve Bank of New Zealand Economic Objective Amendment Bill, which is of concern for me as any changes to this must and need to go through the select committee process as a bare minimum. So in lieu of that bare minimum, I'm going to read some of his submission, which goes directly to this amendment that I have proposed. He points out that... Only focusing on inflation means that unemployment is used to artificially keep inflation low. And he says artificially because although low inflation rates look good on paper, it does not take into consideration the impact and harm done on people, whānau and communities where people have lost their jobs. Similarly, Labour's Irina Williams, who, like Russell, until this month has only ever sat in the chamber as a member of the ruling party, has very rarely had the chance to speak in a committee stage. Because usually the committee stage is wall-to-wall opposition MPs questioning a minister. She now grabbed the opportunity with both hands. This is my first contribution to the right, and I have not had um, an opportunity to speak in the first or second reading, so I'm very uh, enthusiastic to speak with the minister today. Now, I have um, one specific... The finance minister, Nicola Willis, on the other hand, is now in a position of power where she can swat away some of these questions like a fly. Madam Chair, it would be useful if members in making contributions at this committee stage had read the Act. Willis's old nemesis, Grant Robertson, is still butting heads with her from the other side. But I would appreciate an answer to those questions. Um, Before I take the next call, um, um, can I just remind the member that if this is the third time he's asked that question, it is leaning towards repetitive. And so we... Point of order, Honourable Grant Robertson. Uh, Chair, um, with respect, uh, the new system that was brought in last Parliament for Committee of the Whole Stage relies on elements of cooperation around the question of answering answering questions. And I sought a ruling from the presiding officer that if a question was not answered, referring again to the fact that it had not been answered would not be repetition. And the presiding officer said that would be a factor that he would take into account. I'd be very concerned if the failure of a minister to answer a question led to the closure of a debate.
Willis has pointed out to Robertson that she thinks opposition really suits him. Uh, Honourable Grant Robertson, who can't seem to make up his mind what the purpose of the Reserve Bank Act has been, because I, I can count several different ideas he has, which is rather symptomatic of the member, that he couldn't just land on one thing. Well, on this side of the House, we can land on one thing, which is we're going to beat inflation, and this Act's going to help us do it. That was Nicola Willis, the Finance Minister. You've been listening to The House, a programme made possible with funding from Parliament's Office of the Clerk. Tō fa soi